Welcome back. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. This is the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm your host, Tammy Martin. It is so good having you listening today. I hope you're having a wonderful Wednesday morning. It is a beautiful day in Pensacola. It's a nice change from the, all the rain that we've had. Hopefully, we'll have a beautiful rest of the week. Yeah, the rain. Yes. Whoa. The rain. We're kind of over it, huh? That 15 inches flooded our shop. Oh, uh, man. Last week. It was not good. We came that is not Saturday good. Morning, Friday morning, and everything was wet. So. Oh, man. And then our, that's a. Yeah, our shopping. So busy. Our shopping go breeze has a big slab behind it. So uh-huh. all that 15 inches. And my rain gauge said five inches. So, and I'm thinking, oh, well, you know. Yeah. But it, the whole, everything was wet. Mm, we sorry so. to hear that. Oh, yeah. Well, that is a pain, and, especially because uh, you're so busy. It's like, yeah. I don't have time to clean up a flood, too. <laughs> we had, uh, yeah, we had um, a distraction going on Friday. So, but mm, we're back to good. operating, you know, running full, wide open. So, yes. I have Sam with me this morning yes, because he's, uh, we're, we're going to, there's an attic that we have to go into later after the show. And I need this skinny boy over here to. <laughs> go up in that space because I can't get this body up in some of those places where we have to go. So, so I have Todd St. Orr's with Gulf Coast Air Care and his son Sam with me this morning. And if you need more information, you can head on over to gulfcoastaircare.com. If you have a question, comment 437-1620 or welcome to call or text. And our website is gulfcoastaircare.com and the mm-hmm. phone number 850-934-2768. Kathy's uh, manning the phones this morning, so if you have any questions or concerns, something you don't want to air out on the air, over the air, uh, let us know, So, and we'll be happy to kind of help or get things going. So you have your air air notes, which I love he brings in. It is volume 11, issue 6, Gulf Coast Air Care, and he uh, has a... what do you call this? A newsletter? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's our monthly newsletter. Monthly newsletter. Uh, volume 11 means we've been doing that for 11 years. That and, is awesome. Uh, so we just, you know, just a little reminder of things mm-hmm. to think about for the for the month or for the season. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's uh, it's got some fun stuff too, like the funny bone and the quote. Yeah, movie, let's see. Know. A bank is a place that will lend you money if you can prove that you don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So, so good. Straight out of the yes. funny bone, but straight out of the gospel. I mean, that's there you more, go. more true, I think. <laughs> How do we so, get on your mailing list? So you can call us at the office. Uh, we do two versions of that. We do a printed version, which comes in a snail mail. Mm-hmm. And then we also do an electronic version, which is a link to a, a, through an email. So if you'd like to get our Air Notes um, newsletter, and it's just two pages. It's a quick read. Yeah, a lot of people awesome. keep it in, you know around the kitchen or in the bathroom, something like that. But, um, you know, just a little bit of information. And if you need to get a hold of us, it's got all our contact information on there. A special we do every month. And uh, we're kind of talking about insulation this month because okay. we see a lot of houses that as the heat uh, comes on throughout the summer, mm-hmm. if you don't have proper insulation in there, you'll you'll notice that your air conditioner's got to run a lot more. Oh, yeah. However, there's a caveat in that if there's um, – any work that needs to be done in the attic, i.e. duct leakage or duct mm-hmm. cleaning or, um, you know, anything that is going on in your attic, you want to wait on that insulation and get that attic work done first before you go filling that okay. up to 15 or 20 inches deep up in the attic, uh, like we see a lot of the houses in new construction. That's right. So, so um, how- we're insulating a house today, as a matter of Are fact, you? after we get done cleaning the duct work and doing a little repair up there mm-hmm. we're going to put some insulation in get him up to speed so, oh awesome yeah. and you will go to these houses and evaluate what their needs are yeah yeah we we do uh we do inspections and estimates um to 
just just make sure that one so that we're not mobilizing a crew that's Mm -hmm. going out to something that we haven't seen before it gives you an idea of what's going on with the indoor air quality issue uh you know and and we (laughs) sam and i we go to a lot of places and we never know what we're going to get do we sam we just no could be a you know can of worms or, you know, <laughs> if we're lucky something really easy just like okay this needs to be cleaned right. okay so I'm, occasionally we see rodent damage we see poor duct design we see uh you know all kinds of different things that are going on mold issues are one in this humid climate we see a lot of microbial growth and you know so i, I like to go out and do an inspection and an estimate and and prepare the customer you know with expectations for us and for the customer homeowner just to make sure that we're going to all be on the same page when we go forward to do a duct renovation or a cleaning process or anything like Mm -hmm. that so uh and you know i think it's important to you know as a consumer because you know you wear both hats when you're consumer of anything else right you want to know worst case scenario or exactly what's going to happen and it's not one of these when you the crew gets there oh by the way oh by the way oh by the way and then the price jumps way up that's why we do inspections and estimates and mm-hmm. you know we'll do those for free call us at gulf coast air care 850-934-2768 you know we just want to kind of help you get in the right direction as far right. as healthy um comfortable and energy mm-hmm. efficient buildings homes um and and like commercial but you know we got a big school project starting up here okay. pretty soon so we do large commercial stuff as well Absolutely. I am speaking with Todd St. Ors and his son, Sam, with Gulf Coast Air Care. For more information, gulfcoastaircare.com. Like he said, give them a call, 934-2786. If you have a question uh, or comment, 437-1620, you are welcome to call or text. So I was reading your um, newsletter. It says the Keedlin installation is that it's fluffed up for maximum R value. What is R value standard? So R value is the resistance to heat gain. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a term that comes out of the building industry. There's okay. a U value as well on reflective, uh, but the R value is just mm-hmm. resistant. So, you know, you, you'll see your insulation rated in R value, like uh, the current duct systems, the flex duct in there is rated at R6 or R8. So the higher the R value, the better the resistance to heat gain. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think Gulf Power is uh, R29 for old uh, older construction, R39 for new construction. Okay. And then in the heating climates way up north, because we have a lot of people that are from out of the area, are mm-hmm. 49. Like if you live up in Michigan and around okay. Chicago, when it gets really cold up there, mm-hmm. they like to see a lot more R value. Our our attics and our, our home stock here, you don't see very many R49. That's not recommended for our climate. Um, but that's something we can help you with is, you know, we go and we see a lot of air conditioning systems that are really working hard. Mm-hmm. And one of it, uh, one of the problems is, you know, the system's not clean, the, the coil's clogged up the duct's not done right and it's uh, it's got damage and then the r value in the house in the attic is not high and so you know it's it's like a styrofoam cooler as compared to a yeti cooler to make an analogy mm-hmm. you know so you want your house to be more like a yeti cooler than a styrofoam cooler because that all that cooling that you're paying for right it just escapes either through the attic or through the leakage in the in the um, building what foam do you do? I know my brother used to own a, a spray foam company. Uh, we don't do spray foam. We're just doing uh, simple uh, uh, fiberglass overblow is okay. what we're doing. So adding fiberglass. And it, the spray foam is a lot more complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does change the equation on the building science and the uh, 
indoor air quality on the issue. So we mm-hmm. leave that to the guys that have spray foam rigs. There's a bunch of them around town. And then, you know, spray foam is a good thing because the attic instantly goes from in a sealed attic with foam. The duct system is in a, a, a space that's 80 or 90 degrees, whereas loose fiber fill insulation like the biggest majority of houses out there, mm-hmm. that attic is 120, 130, mm-hmm. 140 degrees. Mm-hmm. And so when you're running that cool airflow through the ductwork in that space, you get different performance out of your air conditioner based okay. on what's going on in the attic. A reflective radiant barrier is another thing that we do. It's kind of like putting a umbrella over mm-hmm. a, you know, if both of us go to the beach and you're standing in the sun and I'm standing under an umbrella, mm-hmm. obviously it's more comfortable under right. the umbrella. So the the solar radiant barrier that a lot of people put up on the top of their um, attic deck, mm-hmm. that will reflect uh, um, thermal heat load from coming okay. in because it's a foil-based product. So there's a few strategies that you can do to try and cool your attic down to some degree uh-huh. uh the powered attic ventilator just draws in more humid air because once you start sucking air out of there uh, those are not a good idea so once you start sucking air out of the um attic with a powered attic ventilator or one of those attic fans it comes on at a certain temperature you're just drawing in more humid air and so you get more uh, moisture water vapor in the building and that's mm. typically not a good thing no, so definitely we don't recommend not. those so Absolutely. And it, it seems like it's counterintuitive. You'd think, well, you know, the air's hot in the attic and it's cooler outside. Let's exchange the airflow. But that's not how it works. It sucks on the house. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about gaps, cracks, and holes before. Mm-hmm. That's the nature of our business, gaps, cracks, and holes. And when you see gaps, cracks, and holes with a uh, air pressure pulled across it from a fan that's in your roof, pulling across your attic you're going to be sucking cool air out of the house right so that's one of the things that happens absolutely if you're just not tuning in you're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel I'm your host Tammy Martin I'm here with Todd St. Ors and his son Sam with Gulf Coast Air Care if you have a question comment 437-1620 you can call or text um, you can give them a call 934-2768 or head on over to gulfcoastaircare.com yeah Kathy's happy to get your information this morning um, I, I, I on our list, I want to talk about uh, UV lights because okay. we see a yeah, when we, we talk about, about moisture yeah. problems mm-hmm. and we talk about microbial issues, they're all moisture driven. Mm-hmm. So the thing to do there is to try and get the humidity under control, but also you got to prevent where the the UV light um, it, it kills that source of that stuff coming from the evaporator coil, which is inside the in, inside unit. So the UV light. A and B UV is what burns your skin if you go to the beach without sunscreen. Like mm-hmm. you're talking about the Blue Angel Air Show. Wear your sunscreen because A and B UV will get you. The C band of UV light, which is what these tubes produce, mm-hmm. you want that shining directly on the evaporator coil, and it kills on a cellular level. So it, it, it basically eliminates that microbial stuff from growing. Now, okay. you may have some particulate in there that you got to get cleaned off, but active microbial growth is inhibited by the UV light. So the UVC tube is something that is a really good invest investment for um, new equipment, equipment going. Uh, if, if you have a, we see a lot of oversized equipment. So in other words, um, a house could run on three tons of a three ton air conditioner and people have three and a half or four tons of air conditioner because the duct's not right, but, so all that extra moisture just kind of accumulates in that thing. So if you bathe that oversized unit in UV light, 
without having to change the air conditioner, which is a really expensive process. Oh yeah. Um, you can, you can kind of control that microbial growth from having that oversized air conditioner. Where would you find a UV light? Um, we buy them from the supply house and, you know, we can sell them. There's a lot of people sell them and there's a lot of different versions of some of them are up in the duct in the plenum up above the unit. Mm -hmm. I like the one that the tube that goes directly over the evaporator coil because it's those shiny silver radiator mm-hmm. fins, and it'll shine down on that um, on that equipment. Th- there is a, a, a use for both in in some instances where you've got uh, microbial issues or sensitivities. That photocatalytic cell that's up above the unit. Um, I'm talking with my hands here. I right love now, it. So. <laughs> I talk with my hands all the time. It's perfectly fine. It's normal, actually. <laughs> so, you know, that thing will set up a sterilizing light field of the airflow that's going into the ductwork and then running downstream to all the ducts where they, they're distributed into each bedroom, kitchen baths, you know, all of those mm-hmm. kind of areas. So the UV light is something that is, it seems kind of new, but ultraviolet light has been treating indoor environment. They use it for water treatment and they use it for indoor air quality in the hospitals it's been around 50 years. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's just now becoming more common. We've been putting in uh, ultraviolet stuff for 18 or 20 years uh, of the 29 that we've been in existence. Mm-hmm. And um, it's becoming more frequent or more common in the residential setting. So, and and know this, that if you've got an older unit and you're thinking about having a change out, that UV light can be moved from one unit to the next because all it is is a two-wire transformer, and you just move it over to the new unit, and okay. then you've got coverage on a new piece of equipment. So Amazing. I'm speaking with Todd St. Orr's with Gulf Coast Air and his Air Care and his son, Sam. If you need more information, you can head on over to gulfcoastaircare.com or give them a call at 934-2768. That's 934-2768. Okay. I had a friend text in, what's the best way to clean AC drain line? Um, well, we encourage people to keep some vinegar down through the clean-out uh, mm-hmm. port that's in the heater closet or uh, at the unit. But the way that we do it, Sam, you... Uh, usually push, just put a shop vac on the outside drain line and suck it out. That's the easiest way to do it. That's what we do when we do a service call is uh-huh. we just find that drain line. And you can see there should be clean, clear water coming out of there. If there's not, if it's milky or slimy or got a bunch of junk in it, you just want to, and the shop vac doesn't even have to be tight. Just slip it over the end mm-hmm. and turn it on. Okay. That suction will pull on that. It, all of those pipes are three quarter inch pipes, so it'll slip over there. It'll it'll clear that thing out, and then when you look in that shop vac, you'll see all this milky, mm. nasty, slimy stuff. You got to get that out. Um, there was a technical bulletin a couple of years ago, um, by the manufacturers that says we don't want to use bleach on the on the clearing out the drain lines anymore because bleach is really harsh on the coil fins if it gets in the drain pan mm-hmm. the, those fins are down in the bottom of the pan and it'll eat it'll eat up those fins it's corrosive but uh, acetic acid in in vinegar like you get uh-huh. cheap white vinegar white vinegar yeah from the grocery store or whatever um you can put that in there and it'll loosen up all that junk we tell people put it in there let it sit 10 minutes maybe change your filter Mm-hmm. That's a good time to do this when it, whenever you change a filter every month. After it sit 10 minutes, chase it with two cups of hot water, mm-hmm. and it'll flush that drain line, okay. and it'll flush that vinegar all the way through and get all that junk that's growing in there. It's a oh, long yeah. horizontal run that runs under your house, uh, under the slab, from where the unit is to outdoors. That's where those drain lines get really kind of mm-hmm. nasty and funky and they're gross. 
yes. Oh, um, yeah. They get bad. (laughs) And, you know, we see a lot of them like that. I I tell my guys, let's not go anywhere in the summertime. If we're at somebody's house, put the shop back on the drain line. Let's suck that thing out because you get a a flood or you get, you know, some sort of backup in there. And a lot of systems have a safety float switch. Uh, That's the other thing that's going on is your unit will start and stop, start and stop because that safety float switch is going up and down because the drain line's not flowing properly. Okay. And then you think, wow, I got something wrong with my air conditioner. Well, uh, the first thing to do is just verify that that drain line is clear so that that float switch not going up and down with water that's mm-hmm. draining slowly. Because that, what what it does, that float switch comes up and it shuts the condenser off so it won't produce any more moisture on the coil. And um, so I, I've seen it happen where, you know, people were, you know, they just uh, – an unscrupulous contractor come out and told, Oh, you need a whole new unit for a drain line that was backed up. Oh man. You know, that's just not the right thing to do. So uh, check that first, make sure that that's, you know, not a problem. And then uh, you can call us or call your regular HVAC company for uh, service or whatever, but we kind of specialize in the duct, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. the thing that people say, when is the best time or how frequently, you know, when should I get my duct work clean? So um, the, Ultimately, we like to do the duct system on its own, but obviously everybody's got an air conditioner unit in the way there. So if you're having a change out done, when you decide to get that change out done, um, you can have them pull the unit and then have us clean the ductwork and then they can set the new unit. In most houses with one system, that could all happen in one day with a little bit of coordination. But that's the perfect time for us that we're going to hook this giant vacuum cleaner rig up to the duct system and pull suction on the ductwork. Well, if the old unit's pulled out, but the new one hadn't been put in there yet, it gives us a purpose, perfect opportunity to get in there and clean all of those nooks and crannies yeah. and get the, um, there's a duct surface coating that we use to resurface a lot of those areas right close to the unit. That's called the plenum. Mm-hmm. That's where the air expands out of the unit and goes into the ductwork. And a lot of those are, they're fairly rough looking. There's a fair amount of microbial growth. And so if you're having a change out done this summer, or if you know it's coming, mm-hmm. plan ahead, you know, call us at 850-934-2768 and let us get uh, an estimate done and get on the schedule where we can coordinate between you and us and your H- HVAC, whoever's doing the change, change out. Oh, I got the hiccups. So All right. anyways, so that that's the best time. But, you know, we tell people, depending on how you run your thermostat and the, the amount of traffic that you have, people that live in your house, how much dust, you know, floor coverings and that, how often you change your filter. Uh, air duct cleaning, we recommend an inspection every year, according to the National Air Duct Cleaners Association thing. Mm-hmm. An inspection every year, but duct cleaning, you know, five, six, eight years in some cases oh, wow, okay. in, in a really super clean house that's doesn't have a whole lot of dust or particulate. But, you know, older homes are, you know, a little bit different. Uh, your duct system is not going to have as much R value as uh, in an older home as a new new um, construction. Right. A friend texted in, we had a minor roof leak from the storms, but when the roofer went in the attic, he noted that our main trunk line was sweating and dripping, condensation into our sheetrock, and said we might want to address it before it comes through. We have foam insulation. Wow, yeah. That's- so that's um, there's a couple of things probably going on there that m- might merit us a look. So when you have a foamed attic and a sealed attic, that roof deck has a foam all on the top, there needs to be an opening in the ductwork that allows a little bit of airflow to go into that attic space. The other thing that's happening is 
when you get to dew point, in other words, when uh, you're sweating like the outside of a glass ice oh, tea, yes. that's what dew point is. And we saw that earlier this week with the how humid it was and how cool everybody, mm-hmm. the windows are all fogged up. So if you're running a really low thermostat setting, you know, if you're below 70 degrees, you're going to get to dew point and then that duct system is going to sweat up there. And depending on how old that house is, that could be one inch duct board and it doesn't have as much R value as inch and a half, which is specified in new construction now. So that, that one is, uh, you know, could be a couple of things going on. The undersized return. So in other words, you got a small filter and really should have two filters, a, a bigger opening. Um, that also can cause that issue because there's not enough airflow going through to ventilate the whole house. I mean, it's kind of my analogy I always use is like uh, trying to run and breathe through a coffee straw. Mm. So if your return's undersized, that can be contributing to um, what's going on with that sweating and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. And so. then a friend would like to know, um, text in, tell us more about the tent you talked about that goes over your attic access door. Oh, yeah, the uh, attic zipper seal. So if you have if you have a... a a pull down stair in your living space, mm-hmm. not necessarily in the garage, uh, but in your living space. And you don't have, I mean, the R value of that plywood that's covering that thing is R half. <laughs> so it's not good at all. I mean, you can put an infrared thermometer on that pull down stair in that attic mm-hmm. and it'll be a hundred degrees because it's right adjacent to the attic. Right. And that, you know, those things leak, they leak dust, particulate, they leak heat load, all that. So there's a, um, an attic zipper seal or an attic tent that you can put on there that will reflect the heat off because it's foil okay. and then it's it seals that opening up so you don't get any airflow transfer through that oh, thing nice. and now uh, that's something that's i mean immediate immediate payback on the on the heat load and the energy usage uh coming through that attic um uh stair right. that folding stair that's in your ceiling there and, it, you know, there's most of them are in the garage, but there's a lot of people that have, a, um, you know, one of those pull down stairs. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when you pull that down, you see there's no insulation on that right. thing whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So it's just that's like those big old in the older homes, those big square attic whole house attic fans or a, it was a fan to ventilate the house and just do an air exchange. Well, if you turn that thing on these days, I mean, it will absolutely just suck all the cool air out of the house immediately. So, so don't use thing. them. So, yeah, don't use them. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me this morning, Todd and uh, Sam. Hope you all have a wonderful day. I know you all are super busy. Oh, yeah. For more information, you can head on over to gulfcoastaircare.com or give them a call at 934-2768. That's 934-2768. Coming up, we have Avalon HR. We'll see you in a couple weeks.